0: I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So, let's talk money. Hello and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about making money money. And I'm going to walk you through the eight things that I would do today if I lost my job, if I lost hours at my job, or if I still had a job but I wanted to make more money. And I mean, this is why I love being an entrepreneur because I love thinking about stuff like this. If you are um, my friends, if you, I mean, you guys are my friends, but my friends would tell you um, that I'm constantly thinking of new ideas, right? I'm constantly thinking of, oh my gosh, what if we did this? Or what if we did this? I'm constantly asking my friends, hey, will you guys sit here and pretend we're on Shark Tank. I'm going to pitch you an idea. Tell me what the holes are. Like, tell me what's wrong with it. Tell me what you think won't work. Would you buy this? Um, and things like that. I'm constantly texting my group chat, my girl, my girlfriends, um, and saying, "Hey," and asking them random questions, like, "Hey, if you are shopping for..." your dog, what kind of thing would you buy for this? Or what stops you from buying this sort of thing? Or what about this? Or when it comes to money, why do you do this? I am constantly using my friends as you know, my like, sounding board and um, you know, my shark tanks, my, my sharks um, to get feedback because I love coming up with new ideas. And that's why I love being an entrepreneur because I know I will never be jobless. I have a million money-making ideas in this brain, in this noggin. And of course, I don't get me wrong, I love my job right now. And I love my company right now. And I never want to give it up. I never want to retire. I love what I do. But that doesn't stop me from coming up with other ideas. And so also, my friends will come to me and say, hey, do you think this is a dumb idea? And I'm like, it's not a dumb idea. Let's sit in front of my whiteboard and like map out how this is going to look. Okay. (laughs) Because I love being on both sides of helping people come up with ideas for themselves or of getting help and feedback on my ideas. So this is going to be a fun freaking episode. Okay. And if you take any of these ideas and you run with them, you have to let me know. This is so fun and so exciting for me. And I definitely want your feedback on how it goes and things like that. So, and I just want to say, I want to throw this out there. The, the, you know, I put that this is what I would do if I lost my job, if I lost hours at my job, or I still had a job but wanted to make more money. But also, if you're just looking for a new fun thing, you're, you're excited, maybe you have that entrepreneur mindset and you want a new project, or maybe you're at a job, a corporate job that you love, but you also want to do something else awesome. This is for you too. So the first thing I'm going to walk through is the eight things, like eight steps basically that I would do if I lost my job right now, um, lost hours or wanted more money. And then I'm going to just give you a couple more random ideas for yourself. Okay. So let's, let's dive in. So number one, step one is I would become an expert at anything digital at anything digital okay because digital is where it's at right like digital is where it's at even things like you know brick and mortar businesses I, I personally believe need that aspect of digital too in order to have a versatile business right now and and even before right now but especially right now so I would choose something digital and I don't know about you but I love the flexibility Of digital because I can do it anywhere. I don't need to be in a location. I can work from my apartment. I can work in the car. I can work from a lake house. I can work from Europe. Like I can work wherever. It doesn't matter. And so I love having that flexibility when it comes to having an online business and having um, a lot, 90% of what I do digital. So here's some ideas like Facebook ads. Become an expert at Facebook ads. Become an expert at Pinterest strategy. Freaking TikTok strategy. Become an expert at TikTok strategy. Um, about funnels, about Google SEO, about copywriting, um, about digital or graphic design, YouTube editing, podcast producing. Any of these things. And there's a million more. These are just some random ones I threw out. All of these things are so important. And all of these things are so important needed like go and do some research on how many businesses don't utilize facebook ads or how many businesses don't even have a pinterest or how many businesses um, are wanting to start a podcast every year businesses a lot of times love like they will spend more time and more money trying to figure it out themselves instead of outsourcing and even more so. And we're going to go into this in a little bit, but they just don't have this. And they're like, Oh, well, that's not how we do it. Like we don't need that. And you can go on and show them that they do need it. So for me, um, we always joke, my family always jokes with me and Shay gives me a hard time for this, that my number one skill is outsourcing (laughs) because I love to outsource. I love, and I love it for multiple reasons. First of all, I love staying in my zone of genius. I do not this podcast is going to get to you and it's going to be promoted on the um, the deeper than money co Instagram and it's going to be linked to Pinterest and it's going to be linked all these places. The only thing I do is record this. And then it gets sent off to the podcast producer and the podcast producer edits it and does the technical stuff and creates the graphics. And then the podcast producer sends it to my OBM. My OBM takes all that stuff, puts it on the DTM co page. And then my VA links that all of the, you know, the podcast, it gets transcribed. And then my VA links it to Pinterest. Like, so it's so freaking cool. Because I love podcasting, but if I was in charge of doing all of those different things, the technical piece of editing it and then transcribing it and then doing that, I would not be able to crank out an episode a week or um it, or I would despise it, right? Like I love podcasting because I get to stay in my zone of genius, which is like what I'm doing right now, which is telling the story, which is giving you the the free content and all of that stuff. And my team, I get to pay people to do it. Like I create a job by outsourcing. That was a job that wasn't there. And now I want to hire someone. And so now someone gets paid to do that job. And I love paying people. I love it. I love knowing that the, 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 um, why can I talk the revenue that's generated in my business is supporting other people it's supporting other families it's supporting other people's dreams like that is so exciting for me and you just have to know one what is needed right now and all those things I listed those are things that are needed so i would i would pick one of those things okay don't try to do all of it today because you will it'll you know you'll get a headache <laughs> pick one of them Okay. So let's say you picked, I'm just going to choose one of them. Let's say you said podcast producing, since we're talking about podcast producing. Okay. That's the one. So step one is become an expert at anything digital. You choose podcast producing. Okay. Step number two, go and watch YouTube videos on how to do it. Go and watch YouTube videos, Google it, Google how to produce a podcast. I don't know. But guess what? My podcast producer was on my team before she was my podcast producer and she literally Googled and YouTubed how to do it. And she's amazing. She's absolutely incredible at it. Google or YouTube how to do it. Okay. Take notes, write it down, whatever. Okay. That's step number two. You're becoming the expert at podcast producing. Me, Chloe, I don't wanna become the expert at podcast producing. That sounds terrible to me. It sounds like the worst thing. I just don't wanna do it. I wanna, I would way rather hire someone to do it. So go watch those YouTube videos and and I don't care how long it takes, like sit down and watch it, okay? Now, all of a sudden, you're like, I could do this in my sleep. I know how to be a podcast producer. Step number three, take the certifications, trainings, or courses needed to become qualified. Now, for podcast producing, from my perspective, I don't think you need a certification to be a podcast producer. Maybe other business owners will tell you that you do. For me... I don't care if my podcast is produced perfectly. Cool. I'm down for the get down. But there are other things that you need a certification for or training to become qualified. Um, like there are so many people who, you know, maybe are trying to teach something and they have no certifications. I'm like ah, uh, what are you doing? Like you can't just go out and decide that, Hey, today I'm going to be a, like, I don't know, marriage counselor. And then just like go and do that. Like I personally believe that, you know, you have to be qualified to go and serve people to be able to serve them with the best ability. So if you do need certifications or trainings or the courses to be qualified to do this, go, go get them. Um, that's not so much, a uh, Oh, I got to check the box, but truly to make sure that how you go and serve your clients is of high service and that you're being ethical and all of those things. So if certifications are needed, go and take them. Okay. That's step three. Step number four, I would start an Instagram account that clearly explains what I do and who I help. So if we're using the podcasting, Podcast producing um, niche, like that's what you're going to do. Let's say you chose that. I would start an Instagram account that said that had pictures of me. Because here's the thing I'll tell you as a business owner, when I get a pitch from someone and their profile picture is a logo and then all their pictures are uh, like quotes and stuff, I don't know who they are, I don't trust them. I don't, I, I'm going to assume it's spam or um, whatever, because like, I I don't know the person, the face behind who that is. And so I'm not connected with them. We're humans. Even at, over social media, we're still connecting with each other. So... I would absolutely put my face on it. Um, I don't care if you are taking branding photo, like a branding photo shoot, or if you're in the beginning, guess what? All of my photos were selfies, or I would have shades, go take a photo. And let me tell you, if you're like, oh, my boyfriend or my significant other, my partner, whatever is going to hate that. So did Shay back in the day. And now I hope he's not mad at me saying this but we'll walk we'll be walking and he'll be like, "Oh my gosh, babe, look at that wall. Go, let me go grab a picture of you." He's all about it, okay? I've trained him so well. I've trained him so well. Um and a lot of my photos are literally just we're walking around and we find a there's like a, you know, cute wall or a blank wall or something and I'm like, "Hey, grab a picture of me." Or he's like, "Hey, do this." And that's the content I use. Or it's a selfie, okay? It doesn't have to be crazy. Like so many people will wait to start a business until things are perfect and then they'll never start a business. So it's okay if it's messy. So start an Instagram. I would, I would be like, I'm Chloe. I'm a podcast producer. And I would say, I help, um, entrepreneurs or service based entrepreneurs, or I help chiropractors or I help whoever pick a niche if you want, or just say whoever. Um, I help entrepreneurs. Or, well, I like the chiropractor niche. My dad's a chiropractor. I love chiropractic and I need an adjustment so bad. I've had an adjustment in like at least almost two months, which is insane for me because usually I go every week. So I'm like needing an adjustment. But let's say I, I wanted to help chiropractors who wanted to start a podcast um, and grow their clientele. Okay. Um, I would say, I podcast for Chloe, podcast producer. I help chiropractors start a podcast to start and grow their podcast, start, grow, and produce their podcast to grow their clientele. Okay. Whatever. I'm just making this up on the fly. I don't have any of this written down. Then I would say, um, click here to apply to work with me or something. Then I would link it to a Google form, also free. Notice how everything I've said so far, apart from if you need a certification, um, everything I've said so far is literally free. Free, for free, 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 free. Um, All that this is taking is time, which time is money, I get that, but let's say you lost your job, you've got time, so let's do this, right? Um, So I'd say apply to work with me and then I'd pull up a Google form, And I would ask them questions like, where are you at with your business? Why do you want to start a podcast? Whatever. Um, or you could just say, DM me to work with me. Like you could keep it even more simple than that. And say, DM me to get deets. Okay. Then we're gonna go to step number five, get a few friends or family members or people you know, and help them out faux freezy to get a testimonial and get the word out. So I am very big on you do not have to do this for free. But if I wanted to go from someone who has never produced a podcast to ch- like charging a, you know, a normal amount, um, I would definitely want some experience, you know. At this point, let's say you've never produced a podcast. I would figure that out. Um, so I talked to a couple of friends and family. Let's say you were literally me and your dad was a chiropractor, and you're like, hey, dad. I really want to help chiropractors do this. If you start a podcast, I will record your first five episodes or not record, but I will produce your first five episodes for free. We can get that up and running and I can show you how this is going to help you get more people into the clinic or get more people, I don't know, like... Buying a pro, like a supplement or something that they need, and um, so I, I do his, and then I'm like, perfect. Can I have a testimonial? So my dad goes, my no, he doesn't say my daughter. He says. Chloe is an amazing podcast producer and I love it. Okay. I put that up on my page. I'm like, whoa, look at this. Me helping chiropractors, being a podcast producer, cool beans. And that helps me get the word out. It shows that I have proof that I am a good podcast producer because some I did work for someone and they told me. Okay. Um, Step number six, start low ticket and raise my price as my company grows. and I have proven results. So I would start by charging lower ticket just to get people because here's the thing. Again, this is based on if I lost my job. If I lost my job, I care more about starting to make a pro like make revenue, bring in profit than I do about my, the time it spent. It take or it costs me. So like, for example, if you're in a corporate job, you're super busy and you want to grow this business, you don't need to start super low. You can start higher because it's okay. You have the other income. But if you're like, I really need to push that income coming in, that revenue coming in, start low ticket. And then you can raise your prices as you up to like market average or above as your company grows. And you have proven results over and over and over Okay. That's step six. Step seven, I would go into businesses, prove my worth and get hired. And you can do this in so many ways. I am serious. You can go into a business or let's say the business you want to is not, you can't go in there right now. Call them. Okay, call them and say, Hey, like, can I please speak to probably the chiropractor doesn't normally answer the phone. So I'd say, Hi, um, can I please leave a message for the chiropractor? And um, I, I would say I'm a podcast producer. And I I see that your business doesn't have a podcast podcasting. And I would leave like a one sentence thing about how podcasting can help grow your clientele and help educate your um, patients and all this stuff. And and, um, to please call me back so I can have five minutes of their time, okay? And I would, it, you know, let's say they're like, ah, I don't know, like I, I just, I don't wanna start off paying someone if I don't even know if this is like gonna help my business, whatever. Get creative, pitch a percentage of the ROI, so let's say they have an intake form. You guys, this is so fun for me. I could stand here for two hours. I'm making up these scenarios. Um, let's say they have an intake form that says, how did you hear about me? Or um, something like that. And one of the the options is podcast. Cool. You could say, okay, I'm going to pitch a percentage of the money you make. So if you get a new patient, let, patient, let's say across the lifetime of a patient you make, a $1,000. Okay. I have no clue. Um. So every patient that comes in in the next month after we start a podcast, I'll produce the podcast for free. But then every patient that comes in, I get a percentage of that patient, of the lifeline of that patient because a new patient is harder to acquire at the end, um, like having a patient come in recurring time. So... Like anything, like show that this is worth it to them. Show that this is worth it to them. Show them how it's going to save them money or show them how it's going to make them money. Show them how it is worth it to them to do this. Or maybe they just want to spread their mission. They want to spread education. Like tell them that this is what it's going to do. Ask them what they're wanting to do and show them how this is going to do that. And then number eight, scale, scale it. Um, you know, maybe long term, let's say your business is popping. You have a, you're almost full of people. Cool. Hire someone, bring them under you. So then you're going out and getting leads, but then they're doing some of the podcast producing. So you get a cut of like what they're doing and then you send it back and then you get two people and then you grow. Like, how freaking cool is that? And then you have a business. You have a freaking business. Um, another thing I didn't mention in here is to when you're deciding what to price, like, go and figure out what's the market average, like, what's a good price point. So you're not just like having a shot in the dark. Um, but that's how I would literally go and start a business. Seriously, like those are the ease and again, free, free. It's just going to cost you time, which right now, I don't know about you, but I have a lot of extra time. Um, But let's say I have a couple other things for you. I have five other like random tips. Let's say you're someone where you're like, I don't want to start a business. That sounds like way too much putting myself out there. I just want to make some cash online and I don't want to do all that stuff. Okay, that's totally fine. I have five five different ideas for you. So the first one is flip stuff on Facebook Marketplace. I don't get why more people don't do this. I personally don't want to do it because I'm not creative at all. I'm not creative, but I love TikTok. I'm like so obsessed with TikTok. Come follow me on TikTok. It's deeper than money, no spaces. I think it's so fun. Um, but on TikTok, I see all these people renovating, taking these like, ugly, like old chairs or these like ugly, um, drawers and dressers. I'm like, Oh my God, that's so ugly. And then they, in, in 15 seconds of the TikTok video, they show snippets of renovating this and all of a sudden it's gorgeous. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I would pay a hundred dollars for that. If you went and did that, if you went to Facebook marketplace, went to the free tab where you can pick up things for free, And found those ugly chairs and the ugly dressers and the old whatevers. And you like said, I want them. You went and got them for free. You took them home and you spent $20 like sanding them and repainting them and then put that on Facebook marketplace for a hundred dollars what like of course you have to you know you're taking out twenty dollars for expenses that's an eighty dollar gain let's say it took you two two hours it's forty bucks an hour that's pretty good and especially if you love to do those kinds of kinds of projects that's awesome I'm all about you getting paid to do the things you like doing so um and you know if you're a uh, a, a college student, I've seen so many college students again on TikTok. Ugh, I'm embarrassed how much I'm mentioning TikTok. Um, but I've seen so many college students like, oh, home from college, I'm going to paint in the bathroom. And it's like gorgeous. They do these like cool lines in the bathroom. If you can do cool stuff like that, take a picture of it. Have your, you know, email it to your neighbors or like print out a picture and show it to your neighbors and be like, Hey, maybe there's a community bulletin board or like an email. I don't know how things work because I live in an apartment building. But, um, if you can do cool stuff like that, tell other people and say, Hey, um, you know, this is more of like a post quarantine thing, but Hey, I can come over and do this to your bathroom wall. Um, it's going to cost 150 bucks and I can do it in one day. Okay. Something like that. Use what you're already good at. Second option is use the thousands of online um, sites to make hourly money. Like if you're like, I don't really want to do a project. I just want to sit down and make money. There is, are so many freaking sites where you can transcribe and make $20, $30 an hour. There's ones where you can um, listen to playlists and like I don't know if it's you rate them or you give feedback on them and you make thirteen dollars an hour. Like there's so many things online you can teach English online. You can do so many freaking things. It's insane for really good hourly rates. So go and, and do the research on that. Like find one that you would want to do and and make that hourly moolah. Um, number three, be a VA for a friend or family member or just a VA in general. But the reason I said friend or family members, if you're not looking to really start your own business and scale it, but you just want to pick up some extra hours, reach out to, um, a friend or family member who owns a business or, um, is, you know, really stuck at their job or like needs help in their personal life, um, doing stuff. Like I was a VA, Or I guess a personal assistant, not a virtual assistant. Um, I was a personal assistant for a real estate agent in um, when I was in college, and I did a ton of stuff for her. I would like file paperwork for her and make phone calls for her, and um, then I would do like some personal stuff too. I would like run errands and do all that stuff. And she was like, "This is such like I'm always so behind, and this makes such a difference." And so see, reach out to somebody who's like, Oh, I'm always so behind. I never have time to do this. I'm always this. I'm always stressed and say, Hey, if you ever need any help, like I'm happy to help out with whatever that looks like for you. Okay. Number four, I would find things I'm already doing or good at and sell them online. So this is kind of similar to like flipping stuff, but I would, let's say you are really good at drawing. Like I would make homemade cards, like written in like cute calligraphy or something. And Put them on Etsy for $10 or something. I would, um, you know, if I'm good at making, like, (laughs) this is such a dumb example, but when I was younger, I would make these, like, not friendship bracelets, but like they were with string and you tie them and you could make like ankle bracelets or you could make um, bracelets around your hands and they were super cute. I would go make those as a kid, seriously, and I would sell them like with a lemonade stand. I would literally do something like that again. I would, figure out what I'm good at, make a bracelet, sell it on Etsy, um, make anything. I would make printed t-shirts or anything that I'm good at, which those are not things I'm actually good at. I'm just saying anything you're good at. And I would sell them online. I would make an Etsy store. I would create an Instagram account just for that. I would, um, put them on Facebook marketplace. Like I would go and sell whatever. And then number five, um, I would reach out to my apartment building and see if they were hiring or offered rent for free or discounted rent if you work there, or same thing with a gym. I would work reach out to my gym and see if they offered on top of like paying you, if they offered free membership or free um or discounted membership, because that's a really cool way to kind of make extra money. Because let's say I'm paying a thousand dollars for rent. And um, then I start working for my apartment building and I start making, I don't know, $10 an hour. And so at the end of the week, not only am I making the $10 an hour times, you know, whatever, however many hours I work, but I'm also, let's say I got rent for free, I'm also saving a $1,000 in rent. So really not only am I making that $10 an hour, but I'm also making a $1,000 because now that's not money I need to send, Um, to my apartment building. Same thing with the gym membership. Maybe if you work the front desk, you don't have to pay for your gym membership monthly. So not only are you making $10 an hour, but you're also saving 100, 150 bucks from um, not having to pay for your gym membership. So finding ways like that where you can make money in a way that feels really good. And I don't know about you, but if I'm ever feeling i um, overwhelmed by, by media or overwhelmed by what's going on, um, regardless of what's going on, sitting down and making lists like this, make it feel really good for me. Like all of a sudden, like even right now, I'm like, whoa, this is so crazy. There's so many ways to make money. Like, this is amazing. Like, this is so cool. Um, and so it feels so good. All of a sudden I'm like, like while I was going through this, I'm instantly thinking of like 10 more things that I could tell you. And I guarantee if I sat down and brainstormed for a day, I could come up with hundreds of ways to make money, to go and start a new job, to go and create a side hustle, to go and become an entrepreneur and all of these things like this stuff is so cool. And so I hope it's really empowering as you're going through this to hear this and realize, Whoa, there's so much stuff that I can go and do right now. And um, I just wanna encourage you to take advantage of this stuff. Take advantage of this stuff. Um, I I'm super I don't even want to say guilty of this because it's not a bad thing. But um, you know, watching more Netflix or being on social media longer, and I notice that the times when I'm spending it not on social media or not on Netflix when you know, even if Shay and I are like playing a game or we're just talking or we're working on a fun new project or we're setting a big goal, like those are the times that make me feel really good and excited. So again, Netflix is not bad. Um, you know, being on social media is not bad, but what I'm saying is what if you spent an hour a day doing this stuff, how would that change or impact your life? Like that's so cool and it's so empowering. And so I hope you take advantage of this. If you love this episode, make sure to subscribe, to leave a review. It means so much to me. And it also helps me understand what kind of episodes you want. If you want an, a part two of this episode where I tell you tons of more, other, like tons of other stuff, tell me. Um, I always go back and look at the reviews to see what kind of feedback, what episodes you want to see more of, what episodes you liked. Um, So make sure if you love this episode to go and leave a review and I can know to do another one. Or if you prefer other episodes, tell me about that and I will go and create the content that you are wanting to see. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you back next week on another episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast.